September 25th, the new Fox Tuesday kicks off with New Girl's new season. Then, welcome Ben and Kate. Stay away from my sister before you find out what six years of Rob McGaugh feels like. Well, like, year and a half plus, like, four years on and off I was traveling. Followed by another all-new New Girl. What am I looking at here? Pure, unadulterated friendship. And the Mindy Project. <laughs> Can't believe you're tattling. Tattling is when a little girl does it, okay? When a hot woman does it, it's called whistleblowing. The new Fox Tuesday premieres September 25th on Fox. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. Yes, Bing is for doing. Yes, and we are doing Boardwalk Empire. Finally back. (laughs) I'm Kevin Undergaro with AfterBuzz TV, and I'm across the table from... Bethany Jaber. Ebony K. Williams. Ebony K. Williams is uh, also an attorney, so we're excited to have you with us this season. We're going to be counting on that because we're breaking a little, lot of the laws. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait. Um, I, we were all so excited <laughs> to watch this first episode. And like you guys are saying, like this is like the movie. You know, it's like being excited for a movie. It's crazy. I was more even more excited than like than a movie trilogy or, or anything of that sort. It was a little like, you know, Christmas morning. We got to see all of our, our, our old friends again. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a Trekkie, but I felt like this must be what it's like for them, right? <laughs> to be a Trekkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I considered dressing up, so I guess you're right. Yeah. For this? Yeah. yeah. It is, it's, you know, because with this, I feel as though we are watching, let's say if there's 12 episodes, 12 hours, I feel like we're watching a 12-hour feature film. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I, I would. I would sit in the movie theater for 12 straight hours and watch this. My my only disappointment is that they didn't do like a two-hour special just so we could get hit with all of the exposition right away. And, uh, and like get, do you mean like a recap special or do you mean um, a t- just a two-hour no, premiere? No, like a, like a two-hour premiere so so we're not waiting. Because uh, like last year I felt like I, I it was like the third or fourth episode where it started getting really good. Not that I'm complaining. Okay, I am a little bit. Um, but but I was kind of hoping for, for something like that. But I, I get it. I get it. They they have to make us wait and want. Wait and want, and then I think also like if you're uh, um, if you're running HBO, then that's another week. Yeah. Of do you know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. split that from two hours, you know, an hour each week to get more. Yeah. Get your view, stretch out your viewers. But I mean, for me, um, I was <laughs> I was so excited to see it, but I'm very pleased with the episode and. Mm-hmm. Um, so much to talk about, right? Uh, the t- title of the episode was uh, was resolutions, and it's a, it's a year and a half later. We're seeing women's freedom and 
children. Yeah. You know, it seemed like the yeah. two things that um, themes that are running throughout this. You, and it's funny that it's titled Resolutions because I didn't feel like anybody was having any resolutions. <laughs> well, we saw Al Capone, right, at some point kind of talk about making one and then breaking it. But, yeah. It was- well, you know, it's resolutions because it's New Year's. Yeah. So we're going into a new year. Mm-hmm. And that's when you make your resolutions. But, oh, yeah, no. If it's only, I mean, the only resolution is this we're going to, there's no, the resolution is going to be we're going to have more like, insanity, chaos, battles. I mean, very far from it. I felt like the only, the, like the, the resolution made by each character was, it's mine. Like, <laughs> well, you know, speaking to that point, when you see everyone reach into the treasure chest for the gold, it you know, and and, and I know there's talk of pigs, um, and of course we know Manny's a butcher, and you know, everything yeah. with these guys, you know, whether it's Vince Gilligan or Terrence Winter, um, it all ties together, which is why they're so genius. But you know, we've talked about it before, but in in history, this. Reminds me of the bling era, you know, which, you know, a few years back yeah. here. This this is the gluttony in our country we were having at this time. And it was, you know, right before the fall. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the, yep, with the housing boom and, and all of that. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, but we see it. It's it's still ramping up. Mm-hmm. You know, people are getting more gluttonous. Everyone, like you said, wants more. Everything's up for grabs. Right. Everything is still up for grabs. Everything's up for grabs. Land. You know, mm-hmm. alcohol, women. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. But, the you know, speaking with the women's freedom, um, the one thing we couldn't understand was this was it this Carrie Duncan chick that they keep going back to her. I, I All I could say to myself was, well, is this a real figure that we a real historic figure that we never heard of? Maybe she was the poor man's Amelia Earhart didn't make it and you know almost like comparing say tesla to edison you know like is it one of those things is it you know and um we looked it up and it doesn't seem like i know you know we go up 10 minutes after the show but so we we could be (laughs) on the fence yeah but what i think was maybe that was by design so maybe that she kind of represents kind of more like a symbolism so that margaret can kind of project you know her own kind of wish for freedom onto it Mm -hmm. and it's not kind of so concrete is, is maybe one thing that I was thinking. It's just a, a wonder because usually they go with they in the show is they'll go with a historic figure. I, and they even during the the party they they reference uh, Howard Carter because you know the, the, it, that at that point I want to ask you about just, him. How, I'm sorry. Is he was he a famous explorer? You know what? The last thing I remember about him was doing my like sixth grade report. On and was him. he a famous explorer? He, he um got he discovered uh, I believe Tutankhamun's tomb and ah, like okay. uncovered okay. it. And it supposedly it was like the first real archaeological discovery in Egypt. Although they really just kind of raided the tomb and <laughs> took all the goods. Okay, and, like, but made see, a mess. but by the way, see what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah. Don't do you think that's a coincidence? No, no, no. exactly. Yeah. What you just said, which I'm so glad you said that because I didn't think of that. Yeah. So that's interesting. So you think Terrence yeah. Winter and the writers? I'm sure we're playing to the fact that of the gluttony and just yeah. went in and made a big mess I, and just took a bunch of the spoils. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a, a PBS special a couple of years ago, being like, and then they were talking about Carter's expedition and saying just like how awful it was. Mm-hmm. Like they could have found out so much more information, but they kind of just took all the the gold, being like, look what I got. Not really investigating the tomb. <laughs> so maybe you know, back in the twenties, how much more could have been done? 
Yeah, yeah. they were saying back then we're entering. Believe it or not, they had called it. Rothstein said last season, "This is the we're entering into the information age, gentlemen." <laughs> and they were that you know the yeah. it was more communication, radio, all these different things. So it's interesting. With with well, at least with Atlantic City, maybe more could have been done. Yeah. As opposed to the gluttony and whatnot, and just it was great the symbolism of talking about you know this strip of sand, and who would have known that. You know, as he was saying, that all these yeah. things were being built, all these things were going on, and, and of course, we know that to be Atlantic City uh, with today, what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I'm still, you know, we'll maybe by next week we can find out what what's up with Carrie Duncan. I mean, at least we all understand the symbolism of it. It's it's a woman flying; she's taking a big step. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about it throughout the episode. We see women, you know, the women kind of being held down, and, and we didn't see much of. Um what what is her uh, Margaret's child's name? I can't remember it um, off the top of my head. But you know, one of her inspirations for the Children's Hospital and you know this wing is because her child suffered from polio and couldn't walk. Right. But Did we she, didn't. We, we didn't. Read yeah. But yeah. so do we assume she's dead? I don't. I don't know. No, Maybe. we saw her in one scene. Did, we saw in, her in, in the back. In the yeah. background. Yes. So but, it'd be interesting to see if she can walk. I mean, you didn't beat polio back then. No. Right. No. no. So I. I mean, but it was. I mean, consider the fact that 15 years later. After FDR succumbed to it. So, so you no, know, no, we haven't. So it's interesting. Um, and speaking to that point, you know, you know, talking about the boy King, we see tons of, of a lot involved with children. Yes. We yes. see Margaret's boy mm-hmm. who's always been just a little bit on the creepy side, yeah. a little bit of, yeah. you know, he's the one who's been kind of aware of what's going on. He's yes. much bigger now. Cause, cause, uh, he's a bigger. Year, a year and a half has gone by. He's, he's, we, we curious. see that he's well, we see, but Nucky's rub off on him because he knows how to introduce himself to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knows how great he was, you know. But he's yeah, he's always lingering. He's around. He's looking at the. He's listening to the radio. He knows how to work the radio, and just interesting. And then you go over to uh, Jimmy's child, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. And again, we'll get into this as we 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 break it down a little bit more. But it seemed like those were the two things going on in the year and a half. That's past you know we see that well at least the main themes of this episode but anyway as far as the the uh a year and a half later what stood out to me was was the opening with what seems to be our new nemesis yeah, yeah it's, awesome. it's funny with these Bobby shows Cannavale. you know it's every it goes back to surprise i always say like it's usually one season there's one nemesis per season mm-hmm. sometimes that nemesis can make it two seasons yeah Sometimes three before they get it. But yeah. it seems like this is going to be our new guy, uh, Jeff Rossetti. He's Sicilian. And I can say as an Italian person, it's well known that the Sicilians were the the most crazy, vengeful, to the point that many of the Italians f- would always tell you, like, well, there's Italians and there's Sicilians. This is true. I've, I've heard this that, Gr- yes. gr- growing up. Um, that they're a whole separate beast. They're, they're almost embarrassed of them. It's just like they, uh, they're they afraid of them. It's just get them out of here. Their own special brand of crazy. Yes. yes. <laughs> so it's interesting. I've, I've always wanted to go to Sicily, and, and oh. that's one of the reasons I... Don't, <laughs> don't go with Rossetti. Don't do yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't and know. You, I might go with Bobby, though. Bobby... <laughs> I love him. He's, I, he is the sexy man. I love what they're doing with him, though, because I love that that in, insecurity that um, a lot of the thugs have. I mean, we see it with Al Capone mm-hmm. that same kind of insecurity. Remember last year, he he's insecure about the sun. He's insecure about image. He's insecure, and we see with this guy is anytime 
you make him feel stupid. You know, he's it's obviously pushing or, or like a mutt or a mule. It's a button you push. And again, I can speak from our culture, the Italian culture, and especially I think of my grandparents who are off the boat. Um, they it's it's a it's a little it's a chip on their shoulder that they have like, you know, oh. You want us to dig the ditches because we're Italian? You know, mm-hmm. it's all, you think we're the dumb one. And I know a lot of, you know, cultures yeah, have it. Sure. But I see it. And I, I think that's what, you know, a lot of experts believe is why the mafia was started. Because they were like, this is what, we're not getting ours. No. The Irish speak English so they can acclimate, they can become policemen, they can, be, can become politicians. Well, well, yeah, but, it's, the, it's, but the Italians... Why the Irish machine came about. Right. And they didn't have that. So they're like, okay, well, but we deserve it and we're going to get it. So we're going to get it with our guns. Yeah. I mean, don't we see it? We see it with all cultures. We, we see yes. it with a lot of minority cultures. We see it with the blacks. We see it with Latinos. You know, they feel the same way. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, if I'm not going to get respect, now I'm going to show you my gun and get it. But the Italians... To, it seems to me they were the first ones to be like this. And, and if you go to the Northeast, they're still like that. Yeah, <laughs> A lot of them. Um, but anyway, so when I – all my point is when I yeah. saw him do what he did, it was like, oh, wow, that was – to me, I it, bought it. I mean, talk about an opening statement for, for an opening scene. He right. – he, not only did he uh, take the power, he took the dog. Like, <laughs> well, and I feel like he took the dog, but I feel like that was to acclimate. That was yeah. to say, see, I'm cultured too. See, I'm smart too. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you see him down in the basement, it seems like he has this way of catching himself. Typical Italian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, I have to say, like, I. I've been the guy screaming and sometimes I've get to a point where all my buttons will get pushed in a meeting in Hollywood, mm-hmm. let's say, and I'll get like that and then I'll look around the room and I'll see all these like civilized people who are, you know, who aren't know how to play the game better and you kind of freeze and you get embarrassed and you go, oh, oh I, I was just kidding. You know, and it was, I thought that was perfect. You know, I feel so that he, way with my husband. Wait, he's like that or no, you're like no, that? No, no, I'm like that because I'm, I'm half no, Italian like so and I'll be like, crazy? what do you mean? I can't believe that just happened. And he's very English. And he'll just look at me like, he's like, darling, don't be so Mediterranean about yeah, it. No, no, it's true. It. Because, <laughs> yeah, the English are, that's why they're the best. Those wasps, forget it. Yeah, you can't beat them. Like, mm, oh. but, but I like the fact that he always, he takes the step back. Look, he looked around the room. And again, I just think it's great writing, great character development. I totally buy it. And I'm happy to see um, Bobby in this type of role because I, I mean, I know he's been on other networks, but the, the thing that I feel like he is, is most recently in some of our minds is his uh, role on Will and Grace as Will's boyfriend, where he was like the big, lovable, sad guy who was like very weepy. And so to, to let him kind of, I mean, on, I've seen him flex his acting muscles on Broadway because he's, he's, a, he's a great Broadway actor. But to, to see him in this respect on TV is really very fierce and, it's and very frightening. Spicy. It's very spicy, right? I mean, it's like muy caliente, like <laughs> right. Incredibly, right. incredibly hot. But I love nice. that. That's why I love it. God bless cable. Because right. it really, as you know, Bethany, we know you're an actress and you get a lot of recurring roles on these shows. But isn't it great with cable that you can get a chance to, to how many times we just see... Um, you know, from Brian Cranston to even you know smaller characters. There's a guy who plays Mike. He was a char- on Breaking Bad. He was a character actor yeah. that was in a, I think Beverly Hills Cop. He had a mm-hmm. small role, and now to see him in his 60s in a starring role playing yeah. um, a different character. But you see it a lot. Man, I've been watching. I'm catching up on Sons of Anarchy, and the same thing. I'm seeing so many That's of these great. actors that I remember yes. as a kid on other shows, mm-hmm. and then seeing them 
get a chance to, as you said, flex their muscles. Yeah. I see that a lot, too, from old Law & Order actors. Because actually, um, this the, the Rossetti character, he was on a Law & Order episode as well. Like, HBO is um, amazing with kind of It's the breeding. most fertile, right? Yes, absolutely. It's like yeah. a breeding ground of HBO But cable in, in general, too, it's like AMC and nice mm-hmm. FX. And anyway, it's great. And I think we're going to be seeing a hell of a lot more of him. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited because we 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 needed a different type of gangster on here. Yeah, you know? well, somebody that could really go toe to toe with Nuggy. I mean, I think that you know uh, the Michael Pitt character was great, and we all miss Jimmy, and it was awesome. But I don't think anybody so far that I've seen seemed to really be equally yoked with kind of just right. the vengeance that we We've, see from we, Nuggy. Right, we've seen them in other t- other cities, but like like Al Capone or whatever, and he's he's still in his Muppet baby stage, as I say, he's not really Al Capone yet. <laughs> right. But um, but they're in another city, so it, to have this guy, and he's you know he's he's formidable sized, and man, when he went around the table. You know, you and the Joker, he said, you, I forget what he said to Rothstein, and man, he's throwing out the digs. You're a kike, you're a heeb, you're this, and you, you pasty-faced. Thank you for saying it, because I wasn't about to use any of those well, words. Well, I'm just, yeah. quote, just <laughs> no, quoting, but, no, I but I mean, but, and again, real guys, that's how they talk. Yeah. No, know. he dropped like five racial slurs in two seconds, and then he dropped, my favorite was calling Nikki a breadstick with a bow tie. A breadstick with a bow tie. <laughs> but yeah. he kind of is. A little bit. Is. I'm sorry. I, I, it's 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 a reoccurring theme that I don't have you a know, lot of love and, and I don't want to get too into predictions, but yeah. you know who who is going to be? I want to see this guy go against Chucky. White. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, 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 it's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, that's going to be great. Um, speaking of Nucky, so we see Nucky in an interrogation with Manny mm-hmm. the Butcher and and Doyle, who just the weasel now has weaseled his way into kind of a sweet deal with Nucky. Hey, he's a survivor. He is a survivor. Man, but such a weasel. Is- but that's your classic weasel. They always avoid the big hit. Yep, and he's he's avoided it uh, season after season now, and 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 catastrophe after catastrophe. He is he is still kicking around and um, creating new alliances everywhere he goes. Did Did you notice? Um, well, both scenes, the Tabor Heights scene, but then the breakfast scene and throughout how dark, you know, the, the lighting yeah, was yes. and, and, and throughout this. But especially though the opening scene was so dark and then it was dark for the interrogation. Um, speaking specifically to Nucky, we're seeing he's much more sure of himself. Remember Jimmy said you can't be a half gangster. Yep. It's he's a full gangster he's a now. Full gangster. Absolutely. Right. One hundred percent. It was a really well played scene. It was it was complete like a hundred percent empathy until he he starts walking out the door. He's like, I understand your role, man. I get it. You're a thief. It's totally cool. Like you were just doing your job. My guy wasn't doing no, his job. No, but it was but it was yeah. genius about it <laughs> was that he 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 was able to make a statement to Doyle mm-hmm. like, No, actually you were doing your job. My guy exactly. wasn't doing his job. Right. And so it was genius. He made the statement, got the name of the driver. And I feel like the old Nucky would have probably put the guy to work. Right. And the guy would have been very loyal to him and very scared. That, but this is now he's a full gangster. He's I, ruthless. He's I almost absolutely ruthless. feel like we should yeah. just coin that phrase, the new Nucky. Because he, he in that opening scene, he's very much uh, a new man. Can't be a half gangster. Nope. He's, now he's a full gangster. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. And just... Uh, Kill him, and of course, you know he's got the the our man the butcher to take care of it. And and we, I know we watched it, we rewound it just to see the wide shot yeah. of the, his head getting blown off. In in well, that exterior was just 
I mean, you have that like three picture window there with with Doyle just watching it, one window empty and then the other window where the action is taking place. And it's just um, it just it makes you feel like somebody's that there's some judgment going on, that somebody outside of it is watching what's happening. Yeah. Almost. It felt like did it feel like Hitchcock? It felt like Hitchcock. I was going to say that. Yeah. I tell you, man, that's Tim Van Patten. Yeah. Ebony, that's your job. You got to get us Tim Van Patten on okay. the show. I'm I got to get in that guy's head. I, he's such a great director. Um, Jillian and Richard. <laughs> we catch up with them. We see Jillian landed on her feet. So no surprise. <laughs> running a brothel. Feet or back. Right. <laughs> right, right. Or back. But it's interesting. We were all a little puzzled about how she's running the brothel. It was really, the dialogue was confused. I was confused. Well, I think she's the opposite of Nookie. If Nookie's a full gangster, she's half of a whore, right? Like, she, she certainly plays that role, but she really doesn't want any of the sinister and darker or, attributes of that. Or, right. or, you guys, is she so good? I mean, this is someone who was with the mm-hmm. Commodore. Right. You know, she goes so far back, and she's so full of gangster wisdom. Is she so good that... She knows how to provide the product that people are going to want and, and to have people coming back for more. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, don't, I don't see it like that she's half invested or not. I see it that she's so smart. She is. And and again, speaking to women. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we see Margaret like always kind of struggling. She gets it's almost like Margaret gets ahead and then gets then falls back, then gets ahead and falls back. But this lady she just now she's got her new son, her new Jimmy. Yeah. Right. right? right. She's got her yes. bitch in mm-hmm. Harrow, Richard, mm-hmm. poor Richard. And she's got a business and she knows she you know she's gonna know she's gonna use all those women to service the politicians. Sure. I mean, think about the position of power puts her in. No, no, she's incredibly entrepreneurial and incredibly aware of what she's doing. I'm just saying the pa- I think she wants the packaging to to be much uh less Kind of oh, dirty. she doesn't want to be a street whore. Yes. No, yeah. no, she's very right. high. Again, yeah. right. she was with the Commodore in this right. ginormous mansion. Right. Yeah, these are courtesans, not prostitutes. She's trying to. Put she's a smart lady. Yes. Did you notice that she signed her son's name at the very opening of the scene? Yeah, when she was paying the bills. Yeah. Yes. So yes. he's. Oh, she's. Okay, so that means the Commodore's money went to Jimmy, which went to which the son, mm-hmm. which went to the heir, the next mm-hmm. heir. And that's why. Ah, that's interesting. If that's true, yeah. and if that is true, it's interesting that right. she didn't just say, okay, let me buy a big place on the beach and have a good life, that she just has that in her blood, <laughs> the need for power to have a brothel or, or whatever it is that you she know, is doing. You know, I, like, I think she's just been like institutionalized in that way. Like That's all she knows. That's all she knows. But don't you wonder about that with people sometimes? You know, no, sometimes, I don't wonder. Like, I, see. <laughs> right. like, I, I, ah. I think it is. Like, it is. It's, it's just the way that they function. Sometimes yes. you see somebody, I don't know, be it on TV, be it somebody you know. A client like, of a, mine. Yeah. yeah. You're like, okay, you have enough money to go out, to leave where you're from just, and like have yeah, a normal no. life. It's in your DNA. And they just can't. It's, they don't know how to function in yeah. that way. It's, you know? it's yeah. what you said. It's your institute. It's some people it's institutionalized because mm-hmm. it is. That's all they know. Yeah. And then I swear, other people it's just it's in their DNA. Yeah, they just it's that story about the frog and the scorpion, the famous story. Ooh. You know, do you know that? You no. Know? What? I don't know the frog and scorpion. What? You guys. What? <laughs> oh my god! It was made famous in the Crying Game, but it was, oh, but it's actually god. a very famous, famous uh, like um, fable, and. The frog is about 
to cross, swim across the river, and the scorpion says, may I have a ride in your back, Mr. Frog? And he's like, no, because you're going to sting me and kill me. And he's like, um, hello, if I sting you and kill you, we'll both drown. Why would I do that? All right, hop on. So off they go. They're swimming across, and halfway across, the scorpion stings him. Oh, no. And the frog said, you're stinging me. Are you crazy now? We're both going to drown. He said, I can't help it. It's in my nature. Mm. Oh. It's just sometimes it's just in people's nature and they can't help it. Yeah. Well, that would be Jillian. Yes. Right. <laughs> just can't help it. Mm-hmm. Just just can't help it. Um, but poor Richard. I mean, it's good that Richard landed on his feet. He's but a survivor, though, right? He is a survivor. Yeah. But once again, he's an outsider. Too, but 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 you know he's doing right by the sun. You know he's gonna give the only humanity that kid's ha- gonna yeah, that get. That was the most heart wrenching thing of the entire episode to me. You know, just him trying to explain to this poor boy. You know, you actually have a real mother, not this mm-hmm. hot mess. And and she was a beautiful woman, and, and you she know, painted, she painted, right? and she painted me, and you know, just really personalized her. And we all obviously saw Jillian react really, really badly. Okay, and the big eraser. Yes, I yeah, I I admired. Their choice to put Harrow in a in a setting with with Tommy in like the freak show in the circus. By the way, where he felt most comfortable. And yes, yes. genius. <laughs> and did you notice that's the pretty much? And again, we'd have to see this episode again, and we will. It was the first time we saw color because yeah. it had been so dark, yes. and now it was like so colorful and mm-hmm. bright, and it felt like to me. Richard was, as you said, he was in his world. In his element. In his element with the freaks. But then also there was life. This this kid this kid has a chance. You know, he's 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 the innocence of childhood. All all that stuff. The it's it's all there. Do you think he has more of a chance than Nucky's new son with Margaret? Definitely. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because of Richard. Only because of Richard. Yeah. yeah. Only agree. because of Richard. Only yeah. because of Richard. And you see Richard just even that he's shooting the horses and of course he's just an amazing marksman <laughs> and the guy hands him a cheap pinwheel is like okay that's enough bub <laughs> like yeah what the, he won one little pinwheel it's like i, I just want richard to catch a break oh i'm, it, I'm really hoping with that new girl in the uh brothel that you know because that yes yeah, I, I, I when they introduced her i was like oh please 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 be richard's love interest she said he's a war hero well she in yeah. a way jillian validated him mm-hmm. by saying he works for me and he's a war hero so it's it's almost like oh wow yeah when you introduce some when you're in power and you introduce someone you know absolutely she gave him credibility and the right right instantly right yeah, yeah. so hopefully you know, would love to see him get laid. But, yeah, yeah. Or so, well, no, we've seen him get laid, but I yeah. want to see him just get some love because remember that's what yeah. that's what Jimmy kept saying to him. Yeah. We're going to find you somebody. Yeah. Remember, oh. but anyway, I'm just glad he's back because you know you you could have written him out. Well, we saw just how back that's he was true. at the end, right? Right. We see we see his back. So we'll talk about yes. what happens New Year's Eve. Um, in the meantime. Uh, you know, our fans out there, please, if you would go, be so kind as to go to iTunes and rate and comment on our show. Uh, it's it's very easy for you to do. Just take you a few seconds. It helps. It really does. And I know we've always gotten positive comments on Boardwalk Empire. We look forward to those, but also questions, comments, anything you think helps. We love doing it. And again, um, you know, for us, we, are, we do this because we love it. Mm-hmm. We give a lot of time to do it. If you guys could just do that back for us, 
We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, we would love that. And we love reading them, too. Yeah, they're fun. It's fun. People really like you. And you'll see Ebony now. They're going to fall in love with you, too. Oh, yeah. exciting. Yeah. Can't wait Isn't to fall great? in love. Yes. Um, so, you know, I was so I always get excited, you guys, when we go to Chicago. I know. Yeah. What is your fascinating? Like, you just love because Chicago. Because it's really, because it's, really, it's the history that ah, at least okay. we kind of know. I yeah. mean, I've known people who actually met Al Capone. Really? Yeah, and you know, his kid was alive up to, I think, about a year or two ago. Oh. And I actually called, I got his number and called the house. No. Wow. Yeah. What did he say? Uh, he answered, and, and I, I introduced myself and, and said, oh, you know, I'm a writer. And da, da, da. and um, he denied, oh, no, that's, uh, you know, it's not who you think. And no, he had changed his name. And yeah. still, I mean, but, you know, that's how... 80 years later, the guy had changed his name and he stuck to it and just wow. totally stayed away from it. So I'm very fascinated with that world because that's the, that's the, you know, to me, the or, the real origin of mob culture, mm-hmm. at least the glamorized version, right, right, was Chicago gangs and Al Capone. And to see, uh, every time I see Al Capone and, and uh, you know, see how they're making him grow up. Is, yeah, he's not really, Al Capone yet. He's no. Alphonse Capone. You know, even his yeah. suits, they're not really slick yet. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he even, you know, later in the episode, you see him like in the in a brown suit. It's not, he's not there yet. He's yeah. still developing his swagger. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and and again, crazy Italian reacting and being crazy, you know, yes. the same way as, as we see with our new friend um, mm-hmm. Rossetti. But I I love seeing it. It was in a, but it was very interesting in that scene, and I think this is motivated. But uh, the character of Dino Benini was was very flesh colored. You know, there was a lot yes. of color in his Peach. face. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. And yet they were talking about him being from Naples mm-hmm. and how dark people are in Naples. It seemed like it was a you know what they were going for. And then comes this guy who's not very dark at all. He looked actually. Fair, yeah. But I was very confused. But his, but his. Well, I think it was all okay. You know, for a reason. Yeah. But it, one of the things I can know for sure is that he had, he was the one that had color in his face. But then when you go to um, Torrio, Torrio yeah. very gaunt, gray, mm. and and Al was very dark. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a number of reasons for that. Yeah. I, we know by history, we know Torrio dies. Right, but it's, I know that might be a spoiler, but it shouldn't be a spoiler. Does he because die? I, I'm just curious. I don't know if he dies on Boardwalk. I don't know if he dies yeah. in Boardwalk Empire, so that's not a spoiler. But we know historically yes. speaking, right. he dies, and and that's okay. how Al exactly. assumes control. Mm-hmm. But to see this guy come in again in a, in a rather colorless up to that point colorless colorless episode, and then this guy comes in with this face, you know, We're kind of having color to it. It was interesting. But then again, he was also fair-complected. He wasn't like he was dark-skinned or dark-haired. It was just interesting. Um, but we see him really raz Al Capone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And push his yeah. buttons. And then we don't go after Al's kid. No. Yeah, he takes that very hard. It's, I, you know, the, it, the whole thing... It's funny because I feel like Al could just eat him up and spit him out. I didn't feel like when you see Rosetti, you're like, oh, okay, you're 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 a definite threat. I did not necessarily feel like Dino was a threat. No, but, but I think, but that, he's he's oh sorry, but maybe he's changing the the lay of the land a little. What's going on? Well, I think he also just kind of benefited from the protection of knowing that Torrio was just against any type of conflict in that way. So just mm-hmm. whatever he he kind of knew there was in the best interest of Capone and the rest of them to keep the peace 
right. think he benefited from that. But we know mm-hmm. he's somebody because the, the way he came in yeah. with the swagger and the way Torio is so respectful. Now, it could also... What might be symbolizing the end of Torio is the fact that Torio is being so polite with him, whereas Al's more aggressive. And we know, in, at least in the short run, that Al's aggressiveness was successful in Chicago. Absolutely. So, so Torio, may, it's his time might be passing. It, like maybe, it, maybe it's not in the, his best interest to kind of kiss up to this guy and keep calm. I I am with the absence of Jimmy. I'm just really curious how we're going to keep the Chicago link going. I'm I'm fascinated. To see well, we know. We yeah, know. Well, I guess no. We do know. We Dom. know how. So we'll get to that when we talk about New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, speaking of what we know. Yeah. Interesting to see Mr. Van Alden going door to door selling irons. Bless his heart. I, you know what? I think he deserves it. <laughs> deserves what to be selling irons. Yeah. Hello, come up. He has been horrible. Yeah, he has he been has horrible. He has been in, just a, a, a big old pain in the butt. He, how, has, he has not helped out anyone. How great is it? He's he's <laughs> at the door of a guy who's distilling alcohol in his That's bathtub, so great. and he's on the outside trying to sell this guy irons. The guy's completely disrespectful to him, and then that amazing long shot by Tim Van Patten where he, he we dissolve as he goes door to door to door to door at every single one door closed in his face. It's New Year's Eve, Bob. I know. But I, I think know. that kind of shows the institutionalization of, of his character, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's all he knows. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, working for the federal government or selling right. these irons. Like, he's just a methodical extremist. And, you know, it's funny. Guy. It's great that you brought that up. I've said that often about even even people in history who are heroic. Like, sometimes I'm not... I'm, I, I look at Malcolm X, for instance. He was the extreme gangster, you know, back in the at day. And then... When he flipped the switch, extremely for peace, for yes. peace, and mm-hmm. like didn't cheat on the wife and yes. didn't drink right. nothing. Right. And sometimes I just wonder if it's just having that extreme switch in you. So I I agree. Like so, whether it's stopping booze mm-hmm. or selling irons, he's just so methodical Absolutely. and and by the book. I you know it's it's interesting you bring that up because you know the heroes and villains all share the same characteristics. The, the the only thing that separates them is their ideology. Right. So yeah, I don't know. It's um you know what, what I found interesting was that he didn't push the issue with the boss. I'm like, well, okay, you're following the rules again, Tim. Let's you're hear, like, we, we'll get to like, New Year's Eve because yeah. that's our like New Year's Eve recap because yeah. every like so this is like the we're laying down the seeds, but New Year's Eve was when to mm-hmm. me everything was revealed. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah you're um, right. But but just a just a quick thing, he was in Cicero before that and now he's in Chicago. So because that's where he he ended up right. last season, right. um, which I believe is in Ohio, which is it's I, in Ohio. It, but event, is, but you know why I buy him getting to Chicago because you need to make money for your family, and you know yeah. a, a setting like that, there's going to be more money to make. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And back then, yeah. you know, oh, so what great times to be a criminal because you know <laughs> there's no like data system. You, ch- you change your name, you're good. Right. Have we even got to finger? Uh, we were not even fingerprinting uh, yet. The I don't good think. old days. Yeah. So sad. Crazy. Anyway, uh, and then let's talk about, you know, but last but not least, Margaret. Um, we see her walking through the hospital and mm-hmm. we feel like she's got some power now. We see the way she's running the staff at the mansion. She's planning the party. 
she's a, the lady of the house she's the lady of the and house. a philanthropist. And oh. uh, I find it very interesting that they choose to have that party at her house, at her home. They're very, they're, you know, a couple in society. She is, she's a, a woman in society. Well, she was feeling herself, is how I like to put it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. From from what humble beginnings we come, is Margaret. You know, like it's, it's mm-hmm. she's taken to this incredibly well. Um, right. Uh, it's 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 a fascinating to watch. And yes. yet, and yet, it's always like one step forward, two steps back in some ways. Because when she gets to the hospital, we see she sees a woman who gets sick and collapses, feels badly about it. You know, she has that Catholic moment. That's the old right. Margaret who's like, oh my God, like this poor lady. I want to find out what the story is. And then we get this arrogant doctor who's you know looking down on women, like and saying, yeah. You're just some bim with your husband's money, but um, this is really what needs to happen. And uh, I don't even know why I'm bothered telling you, telling you, because you're just a bim with your husband's <laughs> checkbook. And she takes that hard. And of course, yeah. you know, we, 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 anyway, it just seems like with, with Margaret that that's, she's still struggling with that. But I think she should have taken that hard because, you know, she was walking around really smug, right, when she was walking the wings and very, very proud of herself Mm -hmm. and this plaque we see of, you know, the Thompsons ward. But when it comes down to it, when the doctor called her out, she's really not about anything. You know, what do you expect me to do about it was kind of her response. to. You're talking about New Year's Eve? No, no, no. In the hospital. Oh, in the hospital. When the the young arrogant doctor was telling her, you know, these women need prenatal care information. You know, they need this. They need that. Aren't you on the board? Aren't you going to do anything? And her response was, what do you expect me to do about it? Yeah, um, this is why I, I in, in, in past seasons, I've always really struggled with some of Margaret's storylines because she goes from not knowing to getting the information to finally doing something about it, but it's it's I, I get cranky with her because... Yeah. I know you do. I love, <laughs> I I love so the character. Mad. You do get cranky. <laughs> I really do. I'm like, like, I'm like get some balls. Do right. something. She does. Right. And she will. She will. She's 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 getting there. Yeah. But I think but it's it's, it's like a lot of people that are getting deeper into hell. Use, <laughs> you, because, no, you do use... I'll use this, like, dirty money to do good things. And right. then, you know, it's, it's, it's every step, all these, like... All stepping through these circles down into hell, yeah. which so you'll you'll see more of her, uh, yeah, in that regard. But it was it was interesting too the just the slam on women like you don't know how to take care of your bodies. That's so interesting. That's how you saw that, Kevin. I didn't see it that way. You didn't see it that way? No. I thought that he was really advocating for uh, there to be more information because his opening statement was this was preventable. I agree. Yeah. But I also think he was saying you women like her, you dumb whores, her drinking your raw milk and blah, blah, blah. That it. To me, that's what it seemed like. You're too stupid to help yourselves. So we have to tell you. I mean, he was just arrogant as arrogant. I mean, I don't yeah, know. So, so God, I have so much to say on all of this. <laughs> Please like, say I, it. I don't think there is even like enough time. Well, only because well, I just think with, with Amelia Earhart, or not Amelia Earhart, the Amelia Earhart ripoff, whatever, and, and a woman <laughs> flying right. and like trying. And we know that this is the women's right to vote and all this stuff was happening in this time period. Sure. That's how I took it. I, I just feel like there's been a lot of information throughout history where, um, you know, 
God. Oh, now I'm going to go into a whole other thing. Do you know throughout like the history of like the vagina? <laughs> per no, but se? I'd like to like, know. Like, like, love to like know. Um, physicians and just the actual diagrams, like of just historical diagrams. Um, it's in the book, The History of the Vagina. Uh, they they've lost the clitoris seven times. Like they've been like like in different in different points in history, people have been like, oh my god, women have a clitoris, and then we they, they'll forget about it for like another hundred years, and they'll be like, oh my god, look at this thing. Why though? It's um, you Do- know, I I think that it was. We're reaching a time where women are going into hospitals and having babies in hospitals and, you know, midwives aren't existing anymore. And so there's just like it was like we had all of this information and then it just disappeared. And it, it, it you know, a lot of it during the Victorian age was because we just we didn't talk about it. It was not appropriate to talk about. So it's. You know, I I don't know. I, I kind of like, yeah, you can kind of blame men if you want to. But it's um, it's not like women didn't know this before. It's just that the information got lost and they have to relearn it all over again. If Does that make some sense? Does that sure. make sense? Sure. And so we're just we're just at a point in history where they have no information about something as simple as raw But milk. it's the and, 20s where women started smoking. Yeah. Like before that was like unheard of. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, how unladylike. Now they can smoke. They can drink. Uh, voting, all this stuff is happening for them. Yeah. And then nothing happens until 1970. And and, and yet they don't, you know, (laughs) there's just, we're, there's so much poverty and and uncleanliness and, you know, we're we're in an industrial age and they just don't know really how to take care of their their bodies. Prenatal care is just non-existent. Yeah, that information's just not out there. I think what he was trying to say um, and was challenging Margaret to kind of put your mouth where your money has Mm -hmm. already shown up and really be that advocate. I I agree. Yeah, I think man. he was doing that. I think the bigger statement the writers were making is is that's what was slamming yeah. just a little another like slam at they weren't slamming the women, they were slamming how society treated and women I, and talked I, yeah. about women. Yeah. And interesting too, you guys, remember I think this is this has to be a callback to the um the boardwalk the first season where on the boardwalk they had the live babies, the preemies. Right. So weird. Right? So weird. But but so they said true, historically accurate. So weird. And you know this has to be a it has to be a callback to it. And again, yeah. this whole episode I, I, I still it's about kids. And, yeah. you know, and or and, well, one of the things, you know. It just, it just, yeah, it scares me for women's health. Cause, yeah, but I also think it's a commentary to women's health now and what's happening with, exactly. um, you know, the with, with Congress and the Republicans and who's making the decisions. But we won't get into that you know, debate. And, yeah, you know what? <laughs> we, we will be here all night. And for, <laughs> and for the sake of this yeah. show, I'm just going to be like the rest of them back then. Who cares? <laughs> Let, oh, let's just drink. It's going to okay. a dark place. So wait, wait, wait. But bring us back to a good place. What, what the heck is going on Fox Tuesday nights? Okay, now I have to segue into that. All right, okay, full face it. We all love a good comedy. Yes. It's human nature. Uh, And Fox uh, premiere Tuesday is stacked with them. First, Zoe Deschanel is back on the season premiere of New Girl. And boom, just like that, she's laid off and looking for work. Then, family is a funny thing. 
Uh, from the producers of New Girl, it's the new series critics are calling one of the year's best new comedies, Ben and Kate. And I, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to this one. I don't know if you guys have seen the previews. I have seen the previews, yeah. and, I, and I am looking forward to it. Yeah, then the season premiere of New Girl keeps on rolling with another all-new episode. I know, it's sweet. And then, finally, this is the one I'm most excited about, is Mindy Kaling has a brand new office. It's the series premiere of the new comedy, The Mindy Project. I'm telling you, if you're looking for a night of laughs fox premieres uh tuesday has got you covered beginning september 25th at 8 p.m this is like a big deal i mean they're they feel as though this tuesday night block they want to go after that the old thursday night block that nbc had back in the 90s Mm. um and i know zoe is just so talented she's and beloved Absolutely, she's a lot of fun, and I, I actually, I really like Mindy. I'm, I'm, I, you know, anytime we can have some female comedy writers, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Well, they so. seem like they do the best work. I mean, we, we say it even on the show Girls on HBO. Sure. It's you've got this yeah. one girl that's writing and acting, and yeah, yeah, it, I think so. Uh, well, I will. I'm going to be tuning in, so please, uh, our listeners, give it a shot. And it always helps after Buzz too. And I think probably we'll probably I know one or two of those shows we do. Although we don't do a lot of comedies, uh, you know. I guess we're not a lot of fun here. <laughs> well, you we're know, there's, you can only really repeat the jokes. I think with the drama, you like get to you get to lay into right. the psychology so, uh, of it and be and like, why did they do are that? Arcing and changing <laughs> and things like that. All right, so finally, you guys, let's talk about New Year's Eve. Yes. Yes. So, so New Year's Eve, like so, so, so much ends up going down. Um, let's talk about Al Capone showing up at the florist. Okay. Well, no, before we do that, let's talk about Van Alden. Sure. Right? I mean, here's my question. Why didn't Van no. Alden recognize Al Capone? Again, you know what? It, what maybe they was didn't that? Have mugs, yeah, he made. By the way, was he so? Was he enough? A big enough player? The last time that I can recall seeing might them together the was when all the big players got together in that restaurant one time, and Al Capone was out by the car with Jimmy, and Van Alden was kind of stalking the restaurant. So I guess they wouldn't have and bumped he was, into each he other. He wasn't in the papers yet. Yeah. Right. So I buy it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said Van Alden first. No, let's talk about Al Capone. He's He says, I'll see him later. Interesting, because the play on hearing and seeing. Mm. He's like, I'll see him later. And so he shows up in his little brown suit, <laughs> not quite Al Capone yet. No, he's so cute. And uh, Dino is, you know, says, geez, you're off your leash. He goes, yeah, I chewed it off. I mm-hmm. you know, chewed myself free or whatever he says, which is just awesome because he is such a pit bull. And yeah. we know what he's going to turn into later. Uh, but there's Van Alden to sell his wares. Just at the right time. Look sharp. What does he say? Look smart, buddy. Yeah. You know? And he steps right in and kind of saves the day with this guy. And I'm so excited about it because I know where it's going to go. But anyway, but he 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 ends up. <laughs> so he lets so so he gets free flowers and he he gets all of this stuff. But here's my question: what, What's irons. up with flower shops and gangsters? I said that so properly, but what, what, what is the, th- like, why thematically is it a, a place for them to for kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm th- my I'm thinking maybe it's just really glamorized, you know. Like I think it's it's all just very kind of there's like a romance and is, kind of glamour around the whole. Is it? Is, idea. I, I'm curious if it's historically accurate or if it, the juxtaposition of somebody who's violent and bloody is I knew got, in like you know a what? really pretty flower shop I with mean, colors. The people I knew scents. back home had it was always like 
fruit business was sometimes or yeah. it was flowers. Laundromats. Flowers. Laundromats are big. Laundromats, uh, not that I knew of. In, in, in Providence, laundromats, laundromats were, the, were the thing. <laughs> were the thing. In, you got to wash South your money. Is, um, car wheels, like detailing shops. That's, yeah. Those are the front stores. Oh, those yeah. are the great places. Yeah. I need a speaker <laughs> shop myself. Yeah. But anyway, you know, it was, it's interesting you say it because on the sign it said, you know, birthdays, anniversaries, funerals. Mm. And I was like, oh my God. And I thought uh, something was going to go down, but everything came clear to me in that scene and why this guy has color in his face mm. and why he stands out from them because now we know Van Alden and him are going to unite. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Van Alden goes back to you know, his 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 New Year's Eve party, which is so dark and so drab. Do you really think that he knew it was nine or ten? He thought it was absolutely ten o'clock. I, I, mean, I, I ab- bet it was ten o'clock. I bet and the you dude it was. Just changed it and just changed it because he was a drunk, mm-hmm. and it was like that was the era. Like, yeah, what are rules for? We so we right. changed it. Who cares? You'll still get paid for the 24 things. And and just like anything, all games are rigged in this world that right. that you know Terrence Winters has created. So yes. so he can't play he can't play honestly there. No. And so you just see the face and you can just see where he's getting so crapped on mm-hmm. in that world. No matter how many times he looks in the mirror and recites <laughs> and, things and to himself. No, and we know just by the nature of his character, he'll he'll continue to let bad things happen to him, and he'll like he'll take the hit, he'll take the hit, he'll take the hit until he, oh, he explodes and loses it. Oh well, well. <laughs> before we even get into what his alliance will be with this guy, interesting. So he's married. He's made the nanny. He has another baby with the nanny. Yeah. And he's made it work. And again, speaking of women, Mm -hmm. she's more like she knows her place, but she has a very, the last shot of her is a look of strong disappointment. She's like, we'll be lucky in 23. But then she looked very. Oh, she was clearly. Really disappointed. She wants a house. Yeah. Who doesn't want a house? I know, but you know, back in. Wait, wait, wait. Before you say that, it's back in the 20s. And again, knowing the. At least the Italians in the north end of Boston. Now, north end's very high end, but back Mm -hmm. then it was poor people in these little apartments. And they were all happy to be there. So it's interesting where we've seen. We see Jillian and her quest for power. We see. Margaret struggling with it, and now we go to her, and even she's not happy. No, with with this, you know, with this situation. So it's it's interesting. It's interesting. He met somebody that he's married to somebody, and that she wants more, and he wants to give her more. Mm-hmm. But now we know the ticket is punched, and when these two. When you get a guy like Van Alden on your team, I don't know. So that. Dino's going to be in a great position. Yeah, he will. And it's great. I, I'm so glad we're going to continue to see Van Alden because I was like, what are we going to do with Van Alden if he's now a criminal? He's on the run. Mm. How do we? So now it's okay. He's a criminal, so he'll be a he'll be a. So why are you shaking? I know. No, I I agree. I'm agreeing with you. I'm I'm much happier with Van Alden as a criminal. Like I, it but just... <laughs> but I you know this is more predictions. But mm-hmm. is he going to assume the role of a criminal, or will he eventually get back into breaking stills? I think he'll get mm. back to because that's again that's his nature. His nature is law and order. Actually, is order just you're well, right order order for sure. Right. Um, and I think he has a preference. And the law for being helps the that order. Right. 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 So I think I think we'll see him kind of try to go full circle in that way. Well, it may be a matter of this is you know like by taking out Capone or being a thorn in Capone's side or whatever. It's going to be mm-hmm. interesting. It's I'm really 
I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's, it's I think it's great. Um, talking about women, what about the butcher and his wife? He's like, Happy New Year. And she's kind of like, no, that's really more for the Goyams. <laughs> I, well, well, yeah. I mean, because technically, isn't, is today New Year's? Is today tonight Rosh Hashanah? Yeah, yeah, Happy yes. New Year. Yes, yes. Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. But, but, um, but yeah, for the Goyams, they have their New Year. Mm-hmm. And just as it was just to get drunk and puke all of each other and be obnoxious. Yeah. Whereas the, in Rosh Hashanah, there's more tradition involved. And I think that's what that was about. And he got a lucky hat and then... And it was not so lucky. <laughs> not, not she lucky seemed, night. She seemed I, <laughs> literally the moment that that happened, as she was giving him the hat, I was like, "Yeah, I guess they're going to keep Manny because he's he's such a great character. He's to so write. tough. He's yes. such a great character to write for." <laughs> and he made a deal with Nucky, yeah. so I felt right. I, I felt that, like yeah. we were going to you know play that out. Yeah. He, he he broke off in his own thing, and and he's such a great actor to write for as well. So I I, I thought they were going to keep him, but I guess not. What do you think the significance was of? of his wife was she showing it were we seeing more of the traditional wife or were we also seeing yet another strong woman kind of fight for hers where where he was like i need to have new year's eve with my wife she's having a party of course she was having nothing i you know i i i i don't my best guess is that it was just trying to create like a little bit of empathy and because manny has been so awful in the past that we're, it gave us a moment to really like him and felt like there was a loss for his life right that i i mean but i bought it yeah, i bought I that, that he was familial right yeah. i bought that he was a family man mm-hmm. and that he, and, and you know we see with rothstein too where it's like this is business mhm you know, and then this is family. You know, so. Right. But but we're moving into to uh, gangster territory. Now. Where yeah, so, it's not where so it's a you, mess. You really it gets you know, messy. Yeah. Which which I'm so surprised is why they had that event at their house. Nucky and sorry to shift gears, but Nucky and and Margaret. He's I'm a philanthropist s- now. He said it. Yeah, I just I don't know inviting all those people over and having them in your kitchen. Well, he's crazy. Just, I just think they're really showy now, you know, right? And, they're very but socialized. by the way, that's how it was back then. You mm-hmm. you had a you had a um, have the chief of police in your pocket, the mayor, mm-hmm. all those events. It's still like that, actually. <laughs> right, it is. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, chief of police, we have not seen Eli. Yeah, next yeah. week. Okay, next Nucky. You, okay. you saw the previews. Okay, I, yeah. I know, but I'll just... We'll get you know, to like, them. Like, you know. We'll get to them. <laughs> but, but you know, it was interesting. Richard blowing the butcher's head off shows that Richard... St- you know, is w- that's just unfinished business for Jimmy, right? Absolutely. And Angela, too, even. I almost feel like it was almost more Angela, right? Right, because, right. you know, that whole scene, you know, your husband did this to you, Manny, you know, offs Angela, and... I, I think Richard's connection with Angela is just really, really, really intense. And we see, mm-hmm. we're seeing it more and more almost after her death. Did that come after his conversation with um, Jillian? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like he's not you're not just going to brush her her life and her death away in, in Richard's world. You know, and she meant something. She was a beautiful woman. And by golly, somebody's going to be accountable. For, for her loss. Do you think that that's the end of him making people accountable? No, indeed. Is he gonna? He's gonna. He's gonna go after more people. Yeah. I feel like that's the beginning. That's the beginning, right? Right. Yeah. I love Richard. He's awesome. He's so awesome. He's amazing. But even that, it was like, what are you doing tonight? For me, that just shows who Jillian is. Because um, hello, we have a house full of women, and you know. But she's like, 
what do you you know get out of here in other words right yeah like what would he be doing lady really yeah i don't i mean like why wouldn't you say you can hear you know are you gonna hang out with one of the girls or maybe one of the girl because she's, she's a smug, ice cold abs- she's she smug. is she's awful yeah she's uh and she doesn't you know now that jimmy's gone what else i mean there's not there's not much left for her to lose i mean besides mm-hmm. tommy but but i mean this is it, it this is her world she's creating she does not have to answer to anyone anymore before she kind of did have to answer to her son sometimes but, but no, 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 but no, no. Yeah. She's she answers to no one. I think she's the only woman in our in our series that answers to no one, right? You know, because because yeah. Margaret still has to answer to Nucky whether she's absolutely or not. Yeah. Well, all the you other know? women, all the other women, mm-hmm. and so it's a battle for power. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so talking New Year's Eve, we probably should go to the very opulent. Once again, color is back yep. when we go to mm-hmm. the party at. Nuckies yeah. and Margaret's. I, I want to talk about the chest for a second, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Because people actually, they, they they really did do that for years. Even wow. in like, I remember reading about the Vanderbilt's parties in like 1908 and like 1918. They would actually like mm. put like di- like diamonds in sand and be like, everybody dig. Wow. And they would go and dig, and people would get like rock diamonds. Like this was a very common occurrence. Great Gatsby. I mean, think Absolutely. of that's what it was. It was, that... it was totally normal. Wow. Yeah. But there was such a dichotomy between rich and poor back then. Mm-hmm. And we're and we're talking about a, a time with right. I and uh, no taxes. Right. Um, for right. a lot of these people, no, none, so it's, no income it's tax. Ju- yeah, and so that's why if you go to Sunset Boulevard, even you know goes over like the silent film actors. They had so much money. Yeah. There was no, no income tax. It's crazy. Yeah. But back to the chess scene, um, Bethany, what was funny to me about that was if you looked on the faces of the Chicago guys, mm-hmm. when they saw that chest of like a gazillion dollars come in, you know, they were thinking, where the hell did he get all this freaking money from? Yeah. Like that, that was the look that kind of registered on their face. Those guys. Yeah. Yes. Jealousy. Yes. It's dangerous like, to flaunt your wealth. And, and, and yeah. when he met with all of them, he basically mm-hmm. said, uh, I'm no longer going to be, mm-hmm. I'm going to get, I'm giving it to Mr. Rothstein. Mm-hmm. To upcharge you. Right. <laughs> and then he'll divvy it up to you bitches. Yeah. Like, I'm done. I'm putting, yeah. I'm above you all now. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it was interesting. And him and Rothstein, they've always kind of been on the same page. Well, I think they've always thought of themselves as really above right. every, everybody else in the, the game. But I also, uh, you know, physically, they do share some similarities. They're, I mean, yes, they're very smart and bright, but physically they're weak men. They're right. not, mm-hmm. you know... It's, they're thinkers. They're, they're think- right. That's right. Yeah. They're in their head. So there's, mm-hmm. they share that. They're like intellectual superiors to the rest of the kind of thug, mm-hmm. you know, kind of more physical just, guys. I, I just love... The, why I, I, lo- I love the Chicago thing is the same reason I like Rothstein um, with Meyer Lansky and who's the other Muppet baby? There, I, I'm oh, sorry, I'm having a brain freeze. Uh, Lucky Luciano. Yeah, Lucky. Lucky Luciano. I mean, the mm-hmm. fact that those are real life characters and what how they're going to grow. I'm just, I'm so excited. Like, I just hope we get another ten seasons of this yeah. show. I think we will. Yeah, I'm sure. It I, does depends on money if they want to keep keep. Yeah. But it's it, such but, a hit. I can't imagine it going anywhere anytime soon. And there's just so many historical kind of issues that they can keep kind of coming to the yep. table that are going to be so, so relevant. speak to today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaks to today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at this party, a lot goes on. We see, you know, Margaret um, take on the doctor. 
Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. I'll do something about it. Right. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say something. And the doctor just in her house and, and, and with all her money, and he just has no problem slamming her down. Shaming her. Yeah, shaming her. Fully. And she's smart enough to... When he asks uh, what, who was the person, and it clearly was a young doctor, I believe yes. it was Dr. Thompson. Right. And she's like, I don't, oh, he was an older, an older gentleman. Mm. Yeah, she wasn't going to throw him yeah. under the bus, which was in that Thank moment, God. I kind of respected her a little more um, <laughs> because she was wavering there for a minute earlier. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and I think we saw kind of the consequence of what happens when you really do. A woman in this age mm-hmm. is a health advocate. Yeah. You know, it comes with a price tag because Nucky ripped into her after the party about it. I mean, it was yeah, and and that's where it's all revealed. Yeah, what's going on with them? You gave away our land. Right. You've made me into a philanthropist. Don't bring me into any in your crap anymore. And we see that in that one moment scene, and of course the next scene we see Nucky, you know, banging the singer. Mm-hmm. We see that there's a disconnect now between these two. Clearly, where they used to be. Like they were really good friends at one time. You know what struck me was uh, the scene when he's laying his head on the singer's lap, and he's like, "Oh, finally, this is the only place I can really rest my head." And you rewind back to like the first couple uh, episodes of season one, where that was Margaret. Right. You know, she was the house he would come to for peace. And right. To you know, be himself. Yeah. And now, yeah, no, and now, because maybe deep down he's not into the audience. He's just a gangster. He's better at the speakeasy with the little room on the side yep. where he can mm-hmm. you know bang the little chippy. Um, where, this Billy Kent, she said, "Call me Billy." I wonder if she's yeah. she's a uh, historic figure because Eddie Cantor mm-hmm. was the, right. the singer, the guy singer with her. I bet you she is. Was I real. We, we, we should have, check we, that we out. We can have Find some fun out. doing research. Yeah, let's do some research. I actually knew Eddie Cantor's grandson. I worked on something. Ooh. With this guy, and I, I had no idea who Eddie Cantor was at the time. It was like this was this guy's big claim to fame, and I'm like, who the hell's that? And now, <laughs> then duh. you look it up. And you're like, well, oh, now, okay. no, now this is like ten years later. I'm like doing the show, and I'm like, wait, why did I know that name? I'm like, that's pretty cool. That's that's, that's awesome. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. So we see that now. We know it seems like everything's set up. Everything's yeah. set up. I love it that they could talk downstairs in the kitchen. That, you know, that would not happen today. I mean, I, in, I, in our, I still love that. Like, well, I don't even know. Is that a kitchen or is it like a basement, a basement. that's a basement that's set up for catering? And is it? Yeah. Like a working pantry. They, they yeah. used, kitchens used to be in the basement at one point in time. I, 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 the only reason no, I know I've, this is because I, I go through like anytime there's a historical home, I'm like, I'm going to take that tour. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I believe it because in a yeah. big, big house with servants, mm-hmm. they'll be down preparing the food and they, yeah. it's, they're going to bring it up. They, they, I don't, they put it down there. Because they, I don't, I don't remember why exactly, but but a lot of the times in in old homes they are. But we see, we you know, obviously we see Rossetti's role, but like he, we see Rossetti's just so like nobody is able to really control him. Not at all. It's only at the end where, but you know, Nucky stands his ground, and even Nucky's the his Irish little henchman, <laughs> right? You know, oh um, my god, bitched. He wow. get, yeah, he bitched him <laughs> down. He's like, so it's it's we've talked about. It. He's going to be formidable, but I think. Um, and Remus, of course, speaks in, in the third person. Remus this, Remus still, that. Still doing all that stuff. He's still kicking around. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, I feel like you know, after New Year's Eve, going into 1923, it's it's all been laid out for us. Other than, other than Eli and, and Nucky, which it's just a matter of time, probably, that we couldn't get them in. We'll see where they're up next week. Yeah. This yeah. is why I wanted a two-hour show. Right, to get them in. But I'm excited <laughs> I'm like, to see them next week. But, on. I mean, but right. we know... It's we know there's mm-hmm. a disconnect between Margaret and Nucky. Mm-hmm. Yes. We know that 
Nucky really just wants to step above and get closer to Warren Harding and politics. And, you know, he, he wants to put his nose above the filth. Did you guys watch The Wire? At all. You know, I didn't, but you know, someone just told me it's actually better than Breaking Bad. So it I it is. It's pretty. Um, first it's pretty of all. excellent. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you know, um, the, Terrence um, and a lot of the other writers are from The Wire yep. and stuff. Oh. And so what's interesting is I'm now just seeing a, a parallel between the um, between Nucky, who's now trying to, like you say, elevate to more of a political aspirational mm-hmm. place. There's a character in The Wire, Stringer Bell. Okay. Started off as a street level drug dealer and start taking night school business classes and wanted to kind of a- aspire to the more political. To doing something. Yes. Well, we know Nucky yes. always wanted politics, right. mm-hmm. but then he he had to become a you know he lost his footing there for and he had to become a gangster. Bit. And now I just think he wants to be. It seems like well, he's still a gangster because we know he's like he has no problem he, now he's ordering yeah. kills and stuff but it uh, it also seems like he doesn't want to mess around in the fray because even when he went to his, went to Doyle's warehouse they were like oh my god you're showing up mm-hmm. and by the way did you notice yeah. how the butcher who was looked everyone was on the same level as that man he was always on the same level with everyone he mm-hmm. Nucky was boss right. to him mm-hmm. you know, he said oh yeah. you didn't, I didn't know the boss was coming right. so mm-hmm. we see Nucky we see his ascension but which also means everyone's going to be coming at him this season. Yeah. Yes. Everybody. As, as, as they should. Oh, stop. Oh, Why stop. have to be like that? No, no, no. I love I love him too. See? We're going to get along great. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just that's that's what they're all gaming for. They're all gaming for the position of power. And, you know, last season he lost it a little bit and now he's got it back. So we got to we got to go through Ebony, the you like again. him too, right? I adore. I have I'm, the biggest. I want to be I'm, Mrs. Nucky Thompson. I'm next in line. Go. And by the way, yeah, no. And I just and I also I love his philosophies. I, I just, yeah. I hope we can see a little bit of the empathetic side, like the side that right. used to talk to the kids mm-hmm. and he was trying to do right by them. And we see it when the kid said something, yeah. he kept waking up New Year's Eve, is it New Year's Eve yet? And you see the restraint on his face mm-hmm. that if he was totally lost, you'd be like, kid, get to bed. Or, but he's, you know, he still yeah. seems like, so hopefully we'll get to see the human side of Nucky, even if it's just a little bit, because that makes me like him more. Yeah, yeah. I, he, he needs to be a little bit nicer to his wife. Just saying. Yeah, but she gave away all that. I mean, to the church, which to <laughs> I, him, I just which, love it. Which is just as you much. Love that? Right. She should have got. I, I don't advocate I violence towards awesome. women at all, but she should have got a strong shake. For right, that. <laughs> giving away all that land. Awesome. <laughs> no. It just, it just, you know, I, I don't know. It just makes me laugh. Well, I think it's great writing, but it's mm. uh, you know just kind of he put a lot of work into that deal, and oh, I mean think did. of you know and 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 again you know he just views the church as just another um, con. corrupt inst- exactly it's con. just another con yeah well I think it really disturbed their their connection right because for the entire series Margaret has been his kind of she's got his back right mm-hmm. and so this was the first time in a real big way. She didn't have the back at all. No, it, it caused a disconnection. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, guys, we, we took up so much time. Uh, we won't have, we'll have news and gossip next week, but let's get into predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Well, I think we're going to see Chalky and Eli. Those <laughs> Those are your predictions. He's looking well, in the crystal ball. Well done. Well done. And I'm, we're going to see the rise of Rossetti. Obviously, we're really going to see what this guy's capable of. I'm going to take a, a stretch and say that Jillian and Harrow are going to are going to really start duking it out shortly. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say that. Yeah, I know, but where's he going to work? Where's he going to work? Mm, because he I can't don't... work for Nucky because he's he's he Nucky killed Jimmy. Mm, 
I mean, they're not. Um, they're going to duke it out. They might come to an agreement, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm in the beginning stages of this prediction. They're gonna, mm-hmm. they're, they're gonna not be so happy. I think we're going to see Owen and Margaret again in the bed for sure. Definitely, Definitely. I agree. Definitely. Um, I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think we saw a little bit of it when she was doing the, hey, you know, wishes to Katie, but looking very mm-hmm. longingly at him. And then Nookie's doing his thing on the side. So. Do, you, do you think yeah. um, uh, Rosati and, and Margaret will get together? <gasps> oh, because of the dog. The dog. Uh, I mean, I'm still, I'm still wondering. You're right. The, and the look from Nucky, what was that look about? It was like, why are you talking to my wife? <laughs> Right? <laughs> that was the look. I wasn't, I'm like, wait, does the dog have a bomb in it? Like, what is the. Right. I don't know. If I had to choose between Nucky and. Uh, All right, I know that. We okay. know how you feel. But but do you. But, between my Nucky. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but that's interesting. And you know, the. And you know, man. The, it goes yes. back to the Godfather about the. What the. What is it? The Guinea charm and your olive oil looks. But he probably. He has a way with the women, but he didn't seem very sweet about it. He didn't be like, here's a, it was like, here's a present for you. It didn't seem like he was very romantic saying, about it. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just, I'm, I'm just putting it out there into the, the world. We'll see. Well, what do you, Ebony, what do you think? I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. I just feel like her and Owen just have that homeland connection. I agree. So mm-hmm. I think that's where So I think, I think it more, it was more of a threat. Like, I know who your wife is. Yeah. That's what uh, I took it as, is that he looked at him, her like, oh God, this, cause this guy's a bad guy. And, yeah. and, uh, I just don't want the dog to come to harm. That's all. Right? I don't that's either. All, right. You know why? Because we have, because you know, that. we are such dog lovers. I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? I'm the same it way. It really bothers me when like an animal gets hurt. I know. Something. Isn't that crazy? I know you're turning red, but I'm the same way because I have so many dogs and I know yeah. you do too. So it's like, it always freaks you out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, you know, you guys, I think we got a cue in that music there, Booth. Thank you. Well... I'm excited to be back next week. I am. I'm ready for it. So excited. All right, how do we find you guys? Uh, at Bethany with an I-E or uh, literarygirls.tumblr.com. Really? Uh, yeah. Ebony? Oh, yeah. At Ebony, E-B-O-N-I underscore K. Ebony, Ebony yeah. underscore K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's easy. I can remember that. All right, <laughs> you can't find me anywhere. <laughs> anyway, I'm so excited. You guys, please, questions and comments. I'm sure there's things we left out. I'm sure things we screwed up. We do our best 10 minutes after we see this. <laughs> but let us know, and I'm sure you will, and uh, and get us up to speed. Bye. 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 From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Ebony, you'll learn that. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.